Welcome to another exciting edition of Chiropractic United for March 7, 2013. This podcast brought to you by CBP Seminars to see how chiropractic biophysics can help you help your patients. Go to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred Domenico of Elite Coaching to see how he can help you, again, help your patients. Go to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally, by my company, Postrico, developers of the Posture X-ray EMR system, as well as the award-winning Posture Screen Mobile, available on the iTunes App Store right now, as well as Android. Go to postureanalysis.com. Okay, Dr. Fred, take it away. Okay, welcome, welcome everyone out in podcast land. This is Chiropractic United. Where have we been? I don't know where we've been. <laughs> yeah, There's who knows? We've colleague. been MIA. <laughs> Welcome, colleague jo- Joe Farantelli of Posture Co., Fred DiDomenico Elite Coaching, and we have the missing soldier. Where? What's his name? I think it was Deed Harrison, was a guy that, you know, some people may have heard him before. I don't know. Uh, he's he's MIA lately. I don't know what he's doing. What's he doing, Fred? Any ideas? I have no idea. But, but you know, he is, he, where he is going to be, he is going to be at Cal Jam. Really? Yeah, he is. Yes. Cal Jam. Hello. So we have we have the ultimate replacement, our bro Mansing man from way back years ago when he was just a little seedling of a chiropractor, <laughs> and now he's the chiropractic giant. Giant. Yeah. I don't know about that, but uh, seedling. I like that. Yeah. And that watered the seed too, Fred. <laughs> You're the one that had faith in the seed. Yeah, I know. You know what? We got it. We got to do the story, Fred. Uh, you got it because people don't know how long you guys have known each other. You got to at least go into that first, and then yeah, we'll, let's we'll do talk. that. That's a good conversation. There's something to talk about, Fred. We you want my version or your version. <laughs> Which I don't one's care. Funnier? Yours is probably funnier. <laughs> okay, I there don't... he was in a white coat and a stethoscope. No, I'm yep. just kidding. And no, I did, dude. And I had a G5 and an interferential unit. And, you know, I hey, was dude, mixed it wasn't up. The G- hey, here's the thing it wasn't the G5. You had to wait tables. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Wow. Wow. And then. That's and then because I came out of school mixed up. Yeah, you were. God, we all were a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, then. Um, then once we once we came in and started working with you, then we saw why I had to wait tables because there was the G five. Yep, and, and don't forget the hydroculators too. I had the hydroculators too because those are good at corrections of subluxations alone. You just put a heat pack on and subluxations just get back in place. Yeah, and then you can bill the insurance too. Yes, for a hot pack like somebody oh, can't do that at home. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So then after, uh, uh, I don't know, I think that's how you lost your hair. We were pulling your hair out because we, we drug you to DE. Actually, it was even funnier before that because then, you know, we've told this story before. We would take your PT equipment and then we hide it and you'd be all stressed. Yeah. And then uh, we told that one before. But um, and then, man, all of a sudden the, the heavens open. The angels sang, the clouds parted. I think we passed some gas, and then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden there we were at DE, and then the yep. light went on, man, from heaven, like it from from darkness into light. There he was. The sun came out, and man, then you were on fire. 
Wow. And yeah. I haven't turned back, Fred. I haven't turned back one bit. Yeah, I remember this is it was kind of funny. Billy, what was this? Was this three or four years ago um, when we first came out to your event of the century? And uh, I was uh, – Deed said he was going to speak at this event, and I just happened to be talking to Fred. I said, Fred, do you know this, this crazy guy, Billy DeMoss? Why don't they always call me crazy? Because you're crazy about subluxation and just – There we go. Changing. I nice. Yeah. And you're on fire, and you and you do what you say you're going to do. And I, I I called up Fred. I go, Fred, I've never seen a guy like this, man. This guy's on fire. And just Fred just started laughing and laughing. He goes, Yeah, I know Billy. <laughs> and it was like I think we did the podcast. I think I was in like on vacation somewhere in uh, warm, sunny Florida, in like Daytona or something, with my family, and we're doing this podcast with Wild Man Billy. And I had never known that you guys have known each other for as long as you did. That's amazing. Okay. I was in a clinic that was like going bankrupt. We had a, a this guy was crazy, a yeah. crazy chiropractor yeah, that ran the place. And he had a wife that was like taking all the money and buying everything in the world. And so the place was going belly up. So I went and fished these guys out of a, another doctor's office. They were getting like some pittance of 10% or something. And I said, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like 10% of gross collections. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I can at least get you guys 50%. So I brought you guys over, and then it was, like, amazing. You guys were in those two little – they built out the little section in the office. You guys were both in, like, eight by ten rooms. Yeah. And then you had that little tiny little office in the back where you'd eat your lunch over the garbage cans. Remember that? Yeah. And you guys literally came in there, and you exploded. It was like I was just totally – and I had never seen anything like it. You guys went – and you were seeing, like, 600 a week out of two little – I mean, two tables. And I was like, and then you guys kind of, and I saw what you did. You guys were out on fire marketing and stuff. And, you know, so I, I, there wasn't marketing. We were going to the swap meet every weekend. Well, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) We were doing screenings, you know, we were, we were rolling up our sleeves and we were getting to work. And that's one of the things you and Fred, I mean, you and John and I have always had is that work ethic, man, we'd work our butts off all week. And then we'd go to the swap meet and work, you know, Saturday and Sunday, and then we go back into the office, and we we'd never stop, man. We were on fire to save the world, and you know, I didn't have that fire until I went to you guys. Actually, made me go to DE, and it's funny thing is, I think it was you that said it, Fred. It's just, you know, I, I I really realized that you guys probably had more faith in me than I had my myself because you always told me to be myself, and I was always trying to be the white coat, you know, stethoscope. Wartenberg pinwheel, percussion <laughs> hammer, smelling salt, smell the coffee crap. That you know that, uh, and, and you know I don't want to bag on schools. That, that's not my. I'm, I'm getting over that kind of stuff. But I mean, I came out of school with no philosophy, and it wasn't until I went to DE that I did get. You know, it was like a, a complete 180 for me. It was like I went from being just a a back pain doctor, and we're not supposed to adjust next because that can cause strokes, and you got to refer everybody out first, and all that. So, you know, let's adjust the world. And, you know, it was after hearing guys like Barge and, you know, Ian Grossom and Jimmy Gregg and Sotilli and, you know, the list goes Dee Hummer, Sid Williams. And we just heard the greats. And we go hang out with those guys all the time afterwards. You know, we go have they'd have their libations. And it was just it was just a transformation for me, obviously. And it was it was not only a transformation, but it was some of the best times of my life. We had a good time back there. You have to admit. Oh my God, man, the memories are amazing. But you know what the most? You know what's so awesome? Tell Dude, them you about went from. 
Tell huh? them about the time John threw me out of the out of the van when we were driving somewhere. Hey, before we go into that, I just want to say <laughs> so you went from like fifty a week to three fifty a week in a matter of months. I mean, it yeah, was like it was no like time at all. Wow. You just went from like nothing to a full blown crank in practice. Yeah, because we go to the swap meeting, we sign up twenty new patients in a weekend every weekend. You know, you bring them back to the office, and that was back in the Mercedes eighties. What was that? the very end of the Mercedes eighties? Probably nineteen eighty nine or ninety. You know, and people had still insurance. You just tell them what they needed, and they basically it was pretty easy back then. I mean, it's still easy now. Right. In fact, I have more certainty now than I ever did, but because I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not really. I, I don't need people is the way I, I mean, right. I practice now. Plus, you know I, what, man? I don't even think we even cared about insurance. I mean, it was just like you're coming in and you're bringing your family and that's right, it. Right. No, but I'm saying it was easier for people to get under care back then. I mean, I, I didn't care about insurance either. But, you know, when the girls did the financials, it wasn't anything that we were involved in. We were all we wanted to do was take care of people. I'm just saying back in the 80s, it was a little easier for people to afford care than it is probably maybe these days but that's just you got to you got to do the job harder now you got to really get them to understand the significance of the subluxation and understand why it's not only destroying their life but it's shortening their life in the long run yeah well you know then those de days man oh my god it was like because we would work, 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 work. We, I mean, literally, we would go. You'd have to be in line for the swap meet 5.30 in the morning, and you couldn't leave till 5.30 at night. Right. And plus, when we first started, we'd work from 8 in the morning till 8 at night was our regular hours. I don't recommend it. No, and, I don't recommend that at all. I know. And then I think you went to Schofield, Billy, where they, you know, divided up uh, hours. And then you're like, here's what I'm doing. And then we're like, all right, man, maybe we'll take a three-hour lunch. And it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was a new con- – well, we get to take lunch, but we didn't even care. But we worked seven days a week for like months until we went to the next DE. But then we would have total blowouts, man, like chiropractic, friggin' spiz up the you-know-what. And uh, yeah, wow. it was pretty funny. We have some pretty interesting stories, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I know. I just, we could actually just do podcasts every week on your guys' stories. This is great. But you know what? I remember we come back and it was like, I don't care who it is. Everybody that I see in front of me is getting under chiropractic care. I mean, we right. were just and that was a thing. We just, uh, you know, we inspired each other. We would sit there. We had a actually we had a liquor store right downstairs. So we would just go get some beers. And then after the day, we would just go get a couple. I mean, we wouldn't get drunk. We would just have a couple beers, man. And we would tell stories and get fired up with each other at night. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, is this – Billy, when did this – you know, because obviously we have a, the, the biggest event in chiropractic coming up and, you know, in just, uh, just a couple of weeks. What's it? It's two weeks away from now, right? March yeah, 22nd? Yeah, two weeks away, yeah, and I'm kind of tweaking right now. Yeah, I, I know. It's like we, we got you right before, uh, you know, you're, you're probably not getting any sleep doing all of this stuff, getting ready it's, for this. It's like – it's pretty heavy. This year we're taking the production of the thing way up to the next notch. I mean as far as the – uh, the music and the, the video screens and all the videos. And I've, got, I've hired a company that uh, works on the Warp Tour. Wow. And wow. yeah, it's going to be, you know, and it's just, you know, I'm working with two bands and it's, 
it's a lot of work. And then I got to keep all the speakers in line and get all their friggin' power. Right. I called the called called a bunch. Of, you guys, you know. Oh it. yeah, we know. It's like babysitting, dude. It's like I I, I go. You know what? It's, it shouldn't be that hard to get. You know, a few slides in for your 25 minute presentation. Give me a break. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Everybody waits the last minute to do it. That's just like anything else. But what I wanted to say is, can you give us a little like, because there's obviously there's going to be people that are listening to the podcast that have never been to Cal Jam, which they need to go. They need to stop what they're doing right after this podcast and book a ticket and fly out there to Orange County and, and get out there. I think it's John Wayne Airport that you fly to, so there's no excuses. Right. Um, so, when did this all begin? Can you give a little history of how this became? Because obviously you got the philosophy from DE and, and Fred and your partner dragging you there, getting it. And when did like this all begin with like the DCS? And then and when did Cal Jam? Uh, you know, just obviously this is the sixth uh, one. But when did when did this all begin? Well, it was uh, I was it was another guy in Orange I, I used to hang out with, and we'd get together and we'd read. Uh, Pretty much the bigness of the fellow in most of the time. But we would read green books, and we got little candles, you know, those little Jesus candles that mm-hmm. you get at the store, like, that your grandmother used to burn all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe. My, my, my grandmother's Italian, so she yep, did that yep. stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys know what Yeah, we're, we're all, yep. The vigil lights and stuff, you know? Yep. So we got the Jesus ones, and then we we cut out pictures of BJ, and we put them on the candles, <laughs> and we'd sit around in, like, a little dark room. You know, have a few beers and then we'd read and we'd discuss what we were reading and kind of just kind of have our little philosophy nights. And we did that, you know, a couple times a month. But then some people started finding out about it. And then everybody pretty soon we had like 15 or 20 people showing up for these meetings. And I'm going, wow, because people might be interested in this. So I figured I always wanted to get this uh, studio set up over in, in Newport Beach. I wanted to rent the studio out so we could play music in it and then Jane could paint. Mm-hmm. you know off the premises off the office and so i figured i did the math i got 20 guys here times you know say 30 bucks ahead well, i don't know what's that 600 bucks i don't know something like that i started thinking you know what i can go rent a space so i rented this little warehouse space and we went inside and we kind of gutted it out and made it so it was super cool groovy stony like psychedelic we had black lights in there and it was a it was super, super, super loungy. We went to all these different like uh, uh, swap meets and stuff and stores to buy this old loungy kind of furniture and cool lamps. And it was just a super, super cool hangout. And so we started doing that. And then everybody, you know, I started getting speakers. To, I, Bar, Fred Barge came and spoke there one night in the f- full pouring rain. It was probably one of the best talks i've ever seen him give and i could go off on that whole night wow it was like you know because we smoke cigars in there mm-hmm. nice. which is probably not something we would recommend anymore but but in fact it got so bad that it, you couldn't even see across the room and a lot of people weren't coming anymore because of the smoke so we cut a big hole in the roof and put in a big uh, ventilator fan mm-hmm. so barge comes to the meeting and i go would you like a beer and he goes oh no no i never <laughs> That's because he wants tequila. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I go, well, "Would you? I bought you some ascots because he, I knew he liked Macanudo ascots, so I, so I bought him a tin of those." He goes, "Oh no, no!" And then about five minutes later, he goes, "Billy D, I will have a Corona and bring you one of those ascots." And then he went into this just like full esoteric philosophical dissertation that was just 
unbelievable. It was like, and the scary thing is I have a video of it somewhere. That thing be gold if I can find it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, and then, you know, we got kicked out of there because we, <laughs> there were people living in there. Oh, we would play music there and it got to be like, we were the pariahs of the neighborhood and, you know, here comes the garage band and then they got their meetings once a month where we would literally stay up till four o'clock in the morning at those meetings, you know, sometimes later. Wow. And then, so then when I, when I bought this building, I'm in here in Newport, I bought it and I gutted like four of the big rooms and made this 800 square foot room. And that, and that, that's where we do DCS and it's also used for patient ed. And then, you know, from that, I said, well, we are doing a hundred here a month. Let's, what would be a thousand, you know, let's do a thousand. And so we, we fathom the eye doing uh Cal jam. And then from there, it's just taken off like wildfire. Wow. Well, I mean, it's people have to realize, I mean, the venue that you're in, you're not, it's not like you're in a hotel. I mean, no, th- this is like this is a, a like an amazing performing arts center that you're in with this. Thing. I've never seen one nicer. Yeah, no, I mean, I was blown away. You know, when I when I came there for the first time, I'm like, wow, this is you know, and you know what I love about this this event. You know, it's not a seminar. This is an event. It's not a trade show. It's an event. It really is. What I love about what you do here is that everybody listens to all the speakers and they get fired up and everybody listens to all the speakers it's not like you have this track you're gonna go listen to this you're gonna listen to this and everybody's discombobulated nobody has the same passion when you go to cal jam and i think this is my third time going or my fourth time i can't remember which and i mean everybody is fired up everybody has the same purpose everybody comes out of at at the breaks they're excited about chiropractic again you know and that's what's different. I mean, I work a lot of trade shows um, in chiropractic and, you know, spreading, you know, CBP and, you know, uh, my software stuff around the world. But this is the event where people are on the same page. Right. You, you know? wouldn't come, that's the thing. You would not come if you're not on the same page. Yeah. I mean, it's get literally blown out. Yeah. It's, it's not like a, it's not a trade show where everybody's like just off in La La Land just trying right. to get CE credits. Oh, let me check this out. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We get, they get CE for being there. I mean, I figure what, why shouldn't people get CE for philosophy right. and, and all the other things that, that make somebody more successful and more, uh, just more optimistic about life and more go out in your community and save the world. I mean, I, I don't understand that. I mean, I understand that I've got the science, man. I've studied science forever and I, there's going to be some science there too. I mean, we, obviously right. we had D there a couple times already. Right, right, right. But then we throw the music in, which is like, I always said when I'd go to D, it always leave there just with that, just like buzz, man, unbelievable buzz. And I said, the only thing that would make this better is if they put some metal behind it, some heavy metal. <laughs> and then I would like just explode in this fraction of little pieces and so I said, that's what I'm going to do, you know, and it's just like, in fact, I just got done looking at one of the videos. I got this patient of mine or person. Of mine, I, I, I'm trying to get away from the word patient, uh, a dude in my practice. That's an easier way to say yeah. it, that uh, he's a cartoonist and he's made these two killer cartoons for for the videos that were played during the music. And you know, the, the guy's amazing. And so, I mean, I'm super stoked about everything. I'm super stoked that most everybody likes it. Of course, there's always going to be some people that don't like him. They don't like the loud music. I don't like the swearing. I, whatever it is. It's like, dude, why don't you take that negativity and go out in your community and change, make some positive things happen. Right. Use that energy for something else other than complaining about somebody that's trying to get the profession moving in what I feel is the right direction. 
which is the chiropractic direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there. Well, you know what, man? I mean, you know, you've, you've created you've created this massive event, which is a totally inspirational event that it obviously is just a reflection of you and your personality. Like, like it's just you times times a million. You know what I mean? As far as the music and you got all the you got all amazing speakers. All the lineup is great. So, I mean, really, Billy, it's just a reflection of you times 10, man. It's like you yelling as loud as you can for three days with right. everybody else's voice. Right, right. And yeah, that's it's awesome. A, that's a really good analogy. But I couldn't do it for – I mean, I got – I mean, I'm, I still even put my talk together. I mean, I shouldn't be bad enough for my speakers. But, you know, it's not like I'm not doing anything here. You know, it's not like I'm sitting here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still full-time practice too. That's the scary part. You know, yeah, I got done seeing like 70 people tonight, you know, and in, in a matter of three hours. And that's not a lot. I mean, practice numbers are down because obviously when you're distracted as much as I am right now, your numbers are going to go down. Right, yeah. Fred? Yeah. Well, hey, man, distracted. I don't know if it's distracted. I, I don't know if I use that word. Your, fo- <laughs> your focus has shifted to uh, changing chiropractic. Yeah. 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 But I always want to like I always want to have my hands in, on people. I don't know what it is. I mean, hanging around the kids all day today. I mean. I'd say 60% of the people that came in were, you know, young kids. I mean, I love the kids. I and mean, they, they keep me young. And I, and I just love to, you know, get the parents to, to see the light. You know, it's like the whole vaccine thing and the whole, you know, you know, birth process. And just get them to understand the significance of why kids need to be checked. And, you know, I also am big on nutrition. I know they call me a mixer or whatever. But I like to teach people the whole lifestyle, the chiropractic lifestyle, which includes all that stuff. So, I mean, it's just... It's just so rewarding. I mean, beyond any money anybody could pay you is, is mm-hmm. literally you have such an influence on so many people's lives on a daily basis that it's just it's just so overwhelmingly rewarding. I mean, I can't. I and mean, then Fred, we had this conversation, and I thought that's what we were going to talk about tonight. Was that I just don't think some chiropractors are into chiropractic. Remember we had that conversation? Yeah. And it's just I don't like. I used to say that all the time. I go. Now, why wouldn't somebody that lived in Costa Mesa as a chiropractor come to the Cal Jam? I mean, I get more people literally from out of the country and out of state than I do from California. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I can't believe when people say they're in California and they're not going to go and they make up an excuse. I'm like, well, maybe that's the reason why you're not doing so well in practice. Because Exactly. Yep. I mean, that's, that's well, what we did, Fred. We would go every three months to DE. I would go to Schofield every month. I mean, if you want to have the fire and the torch blaming full flame, you got to keep it lit, man. You got to be around other people that are kicking ass. And, you know, you don't want it because the barnacles start to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and do. You got to get those fleas off. You got to take a bath once in a while and you got to go get dipped. And that's what Cal Jam is a major dipping. Well, you know what, man? They say, you know, like in the Bible, it says you're not, I'm paraphrasing, a prophet in your own land. But that's bullshit. I mean, my God, get in your freaking car. And you know what? That's what we were talking about, man. Like part, I'm not, not that we're dogging on schools, but chiropractic and schools have changed or, you know, we're trying to transform everything. But even so, you know, I mean, you can, you know, we can say that about schools, but there's enough places to go like Cal Jam where you can get the philosophy. Now, you can't blame it on any of that stuff because there's so many avenues and there's people like you and inspirational leaders and people on this on this call now that we get we get the principle out there. 
We're writing articles. We're on stages. We're doing all these things. We got podcasts. There's plenty of vehicles that you can get philosophy. You almost have to try not to get it. And it, you, yeah. it's really quite simple. It's just to believe and have faith in in universal intelligence and God and, and, and the way your body's supposed to work. I mean, people aren't sick because of, you know, germs or bad genes or bad luck. It's because they're subluxated in one way or the other, whether it's their spine or their, their mind or their nutritional program or their exercise, whatever it is, you know. And it's that's what Fred Barge with in his book, One Cause, One Cure. I mean, I used to go, that's a pretty bold statement because I always thought one cause was the subluxation, one cure. No, the one cause is in, in any interference to the natural expression of the, the innate intelligence, the God within you. And it's like, dude, now I get it, you know? And it's really, all you have to do is have faith in just Mother Nature and just look look at, have you know, like when I go to the beach, I watch the pelicans and the, the sandpipers and the dolphins and they all... They all still get it, you know. They're not all watching TV and slamming diet cokes and hunched over a computer all day. I mean, that, that's why you know they don't have an eighty-five to ninety percent chronic disease rate in, in 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 nature. But if we continue to destroy the planet like we are, and that's one of the visions with CalGM too. I mean, it's obviously chiropractic, but I've got some you know major issues that we're going to talk about. Like I'm big on talking about how we're polluting the planet Mm -hmm. and destroying it because i mean chiropractic is only good if we have a place to live dude and dudettes and and it doesn't make it as so at at my practice i i go to extremes to teach them everything that i can we have a workshop literally every week and we show movies all the time and we get them to understand that there are forces that don't want you healthy and there are forces that don't want the planet healthy and i'm not going to get into it on this on this call, and if you ever want to do like a, a call about some supposed conspiracy theories, which are usually most right, yep. you know, like vaccines are good for you, like <laughs> fluoride in your water is good for you, like aspartame, there's nothing, it's like, it, you could go on and on and on and on and on and on, uh, just the devastation of human health and the planet through corporate greed, and it goes even deeper and deeper and deeper than that, but we won't go into that today. Yeah, well, well you know, what... man, when you look at where you were, Billy, you know, where you were when you came out of LACC and now, you know, the thing is there was that hidden voice, you know, and there's a calling. Like, why do you do the things you do? Because there's like the call of God, you know, it's like that voice that comes through you that creates the vision that drives the inspiration like it can't go away. And that's the thing is you have that voice, you know, that calling and that's the difference. You know, people yeah. that, that they, they shut down that inner voice inside them and they don't even know that they're a healer. Right. Like, yep. You love it as you're a healer, man. And when you know you're a healer, then people show up to be healed. That's right. Yep. And you know what? That inner voice sometimes can, you know, talk some negative crap, too. And it's, 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 uh, that's one of my biggest uh, probably challenges in my life. And, you know, and I, I don't, my life isn't perfect and I've got challenges and I've got a lot of obviously anxiety going into this event because then there's a lot lot on the line here i mean literally just renting the place is probably going to cost me one hundred fifty thousand dollars just that alone and the money is not i'm not even into this thing for the money but it's got to at least fund itself i'm not going to start you know being the chiropractic charity philosophy dude but (laughs) it's like that's what you said it's like sometimes you know I, i step back and i go am i crazy or is everybody else just fucking crazy yeah 
You know, it's but I look at everybody jabbing needles and kids and taking drugs and eating crap and 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 I go, I think I'm the normal one, but I think they think that I'm the crazy one, you know, because I got high energy. I mean, I never get sick. I mean, I and I still surf all the time. I still do things that, you know, most people should still be doing. But so many people are just so downtrodden by their health and downtrodden by what they are brainwashed by their TV set and downtrodden financially and stuff. I mean, when God wanted us all be abundant. So, I mean, yeah, maybe call me crazy, call you whatever you want. But you know what? I mean, I think I'm normal. I think everybody else is just crazy. And, and as you know, Steve Jobs said, it's the crazy ones, you know, yep. that are crazy enough to think they can change the world. And that's my vision is I want to get global awareness on, on subluxation. And I want global awareness on, you know, trying to get people to understand where disease and sickness comes from and global awareness on preserving the planet for our kids. I mean, I mean, both you and I are, you know, you're probably a couple years younger than me. I'm 54. I've lived a great life, Fred. You could take it away from me right now. And I'd be so thankful to God for the life I had, but these poor children, they're going to grow up on this planet. I'm very concerned about that. And so should parents and people know this, but it's not till we get a collective movement of people together to go against Big Brother, the big pharmaceutical industry. And, you know, maybe the monster's too big, Fred. I don't know. Joe, I don't know. What well, do you think? Well, you know, with, with the inertia that you have going, you know, we're going to grow out of the Performing Arts Center. And it's gonna, this is going to be in the stadium soon. And when, you, start, when you do the stadiums, then people are going to take notice that are outside of chiropractic and healthcare to realize that we need to have one voice to change all of this. And you're leading it right now, Billy. Yeah, we've already started talking to uh, them at the Honda Center. So when we do grow out of the 3,000-seat arena, we'll probably rent that place out. Uh, it just I thought chiropractors would be a little bit more on board with this movement. It's kind of hard to get them to, you know – come out of their cave or off their little island sometimes. And, you know, it's not only they're going to get the benefit of, uh, you know, just amazing energy to, mm -hmm. to go back to save their community, to build their practices and save the world. But, I mean, it's it's helping the movement. I mean, you can't do this thing without people, you know. And not that I expected faster growth, but, you know, it would have been nicer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did expect faster growth. I mean, dude, you've done a phenomenal job in a short period of time. Oh, I know, like, I know, I know. I don't give myself enough credit for that, but I mean, yeah. Well, you know, you expect people to feel that inspiration, man. You know, and that's, I'd say sometimes, actually, I said this at CBP, you know, I didn't, you know, when we were practicing, we're going to DE, you know, you didn't realize this, but, and when you get into coaching, you realize the chiropractors are people too. Like, right. you know, you gave up the freaking right to be a person when you became a chiropractor. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're yeah. a healer. You can't be a person. Get over your stuff. You're a chiropractor. Right. And be proud of it, man. Yeah. Exactly. You know, chiropractors are like, they're like embarrassed to be. I don't know what the deal. And what's with the drugs, too, you guys? I don't get that stuff. Uh, it doesn't even make any sense. I mean, I, it, I create more confusion. Yeah. And, you know, most most MDs that you sit down and talk to, they're really getting sick of the drugs. I mean, the ones that are really have any heads under their shoulders are like, you know, this is like what we're taught and it doesn't do anything. I have lots of friends that are MDs and they were they were really getting the big picture to realize that they almost felt like they were gypped. Like with an education that oh yeah you know and those are the the true and honest ones that that really when they when they see it it's like it's really hard for them to go on because they don't have any other tools 
you know, until they, they learn about nutrition and, you know, healthy living and everything like that. I mean, yeah, but then they still use nutrition from a kind of like an allopathetic model or yeah. allopathic. <laughs> they, they try to treat disease with vitamins. I mean, yeah, that, that isn't nutrition. Nutrition, you just provide the body with what it needs and the body's going to sort out and, and, and create whatever homeostasis and, and positive healing environment that it needs. It's not like we're going to treat this with some riboflavin and this right here with uh, we need some reishi mushrooms. So, I mean, that's all good and great, right. but I mean, that's not what the, how I teach my peeps in my practice. Absolutely. I mean, all the stuff that I sell in my office is stuff that I use almost on a daily basis. So, Hey, you know, I want to comment. I'm, I, for some reason, I'm stuck on this subject because part of the reason that we wanted John here, Billy, was number one, to feel the inspiration and the energy of someone that does uncommon things. And, you know, on that note, when, when people are sitting around, you know, we're saying get your ass to Cal Jam because it's a transformational experience because the worst frickin' nightmare is to know that you have a calling in life and to be mediocre. Like the worst question you can ask at the end of your life is did I do my best? And you said it yourself, Billy. Hey, take me today, man, because I took, I put it all on the table. And those are people that are fulfilled. When you know you put it all on the table, you did your best, you took a risk, you told I took the a truth. Big risk, dude. A big yeah, risk. Yeah, man. And it's, you know do. what? It doesn't matter because you can look back and say, you know what? I did everything I could. So many lives changed. And you know, the worst nightmare would be being mediocre. Yeah, I don't. That's freaking hell. That would be hell. Yep. I'm glad we're on this call yeah. tonight. You guys are kind of boosting <laughs> my ego up a little bit. I'm not so worried about this year. Oh no, this year is going to be stellar. I mean, I the people that I've talked to are so excited about going to this, and you know, I'm I'm bringing some staff members that I've talked to that you know that have been wanting to go for the last couple of years, and then now you know we're going to be there and bringing them. All. They're so excited, Billy. This is great. And, and are they bringing their wigs? You know, I don't I, know if they're bringing their wigs or not. I'm going to have to talk to them about that. Because, I mean, you know what B.J. Palmer used to say, too? He used to say, don't take yourself so damn seriously, Frederick. <laughs> nice. So we have a little party afterwards. We're all dressed up in disco wear and, uh, you know, we're afros. And we're, we're growing out of that place, too. That's the big problem. Yeah. So we're going to probably have to rent out the Westin next year to, to just have the party that's all right, though, because they like when you bring a bunch of people in to drink their liquor. So they'll probably give me a good price on the plate. I'm learning all the games here. Yeah, I know. So you are uh, – is it going to be in that same place that we were in last yeah, year? Yeah, we're going to stay there this year because our numbers are probably – we're going to be probably cl clipping about 2,000 this year. And nice. we still have room for a couple hundred more people in that room. Plus we're opening up a little taco area and beer area out in front of the, the venue so people can mingle out there as well, mingle and party. Nice. nice. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I tell you what, that you know that and that was it. This is an, a, a true experience um, to to go there and get dipped in philosophy. This is, and you know, everybody has always heard me say this, and it's kind of funny. You know, we're at our own seminars. You know, and you know, this past weekend we're at you know our upper cervical conference, and, and we're talking about CalJam. You know, and how cool it's going to be. And we we have these seminars. This is a completely different thing that everybody needs to experience and come out for and it's you know two weeks away and i'm so excited about doing this i can't wait i can't wait either i'll be thankful when it's over too though yeah you can actually sleep for a couple days 
So you guys know about the sleep thing. You guys, I'm not the only one that has that issue. Oh, yes. And, you know, we do it on the small scale, you know, with the seminars. I couldn't imagine what you do for this this big of a venue. This is This is a lot to do. You know, it's one thing yeah. when you have, you know, a couple hundred people at a seminar. Yeah. It's, it's another thing when you have a couple thousand. Right. I'm learning that. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah. Especially when you got two bands, uh, a bunch of speakers. Three, ba- uh, three bands. Three bands. Three wow. bands. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're, you're making me want to. I'm looking over, Billy, at my uh, – I got my rolling set right here that I need to start hitting the skins again and getting practice on. I haven't, I haven't been practicing like I used to. Cause before I was going to be a chiropractor, I was uh, going to be a music major. And I played, I, I played the drums for like 18 years, and I'm so out of I – need, I need to get the neurology back. I, need, I have that neuroplasticity, but I have to get it back. I haven't played like I, I need to. So you're motivating me to get back and start – I'm looking over it right now because it's set up right next to me. I'm teaching my son how to play the drums. Yeah, you got to balance that right brain, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's so much fun. How old is your son? He just turned six in December. Oh, that's a great age to start him. He'll be a Bonham or a – no, he won't be yeah. a Bonham. Bonham didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could be a Neil Pert, so we'll we'll take him there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun, and uh, you guys are really good too, you know. And mixing the the lyrics with everything that has a chiropractic philosophy message to it, it's awesome. Yeah. You, you know, and we found out we found out since we run two bands now, that people like the uh, the covers. They like like we're gonna do. Uh, Bon Jovi this year, living on a prayer, and it's gonna frig. That place is gonna friggin' blow up, dude. We have we have a black lead singer now, and she <laughs> friggin' kills nice. it. That's the thing is, I think it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I can get better and better talent. It's like the drummer and the and it's just gonna be crazy, uh, you know. And then there's the Damas band, where it's me and my two brothers mm-hmm. that are in the band, and then my, I have a third brother that's also chiro- All of us are chiropractors. You know, we're not as good, but we're all kind of chiropractic more, you know. Dude, so we, go it rocks. First, we go the first day, and we let the good band go the second day. And <laughs> that's, wow. that's awesome. Well, hey, any uh, any closing stuff? I know I know you got to get rocking and rolling. Yeah, I got to so. eat some dinner. Nice. I would just tell everybody out there in podcast land that you just get on fire about chiropractic not just to make money but do it because you love to help people change their lives and i mean don't let any you don't let anything restrict you from what needs to be done to help others and and i think also I, i've been spreading this a lot i mean in this world we need to start spreading a little bit more love around and you're i mean my office is a sanctuary for love and people come in and they feel the vibration of love when they come in and you know we do hugs and we're all about love and chiropractic. And so just start being nicer to people around you and saying hi to people and smiling at people and tip people and just be nice because there's a lot of mean people in the world. We got to start changing that, you know, because these kids have to grow up in this world. And I think it's all a lot due to social media and TV that kids get like really disconnected from the fact that there's that human, you know, human connection that should be fondled and nurtured from a very young age. Again, don't get me going. We can go down a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to have you on a, as a regular uh, podcaster here because you got so many things that you could talk about. Oh, dude. Yeah, talk about I, I really want to get you back on and start – and we, we got to have a conspiracy theory. Oh, let's do like, it. 
Because, uh, you know, this would be like, you know, one of the, actually, as, a, as I digress, have you ever listened to No Agenda? By, you know who the, the main person on that No Agenda podcast is Adam Curry. You remember Adam Curry from MTV Days? Yes. Okay, well, he has a podcast called No Agenda, and it's exactly all of this. I mean, yeah. from everything from politics to, you know, everything. You'd love it if you look it up to on. chemtrails. Yep, it's everything. Oh, yeah. So gonna, uh, it's it's like no no topic is off off you know he goes after everything and it and it's great because you know it's all true you know I know and, and you know people that want to deny it just want to deny it because they don't want to believe that it's true you know and, which allows it to continue to happen well it's the same thing where you know you know who was who saw this Steed's father Don saw all, all, so many things going on that. You know, I was growing up, you know, thinking, well, you know, what's what's this? You're crazy, Don. The conspiracy theories, the CCE coming down on on life. This, what do you mean this is going to happen? And you know, there there are things that people see, like yourself, that you can see and make the connections. That people just go and they're sheep. They don't realize what's sheep. going on around them. Yep. Matter of fact, you posted so you posted a really funny picture on Facebook about two weeks ago. A sheeple picture. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I, I get in trouble a lot too on Facebook. People can't <laughs> nice. handle it. Well, you yeah. know, you know, it, it, it's it's always the same people. The people that don't like you, Billy, are the ones that are trying to push drugs in our profession. Which you know, right, right, those right. are the same people that don't like you. You're speaking the truth. That's, you know, BJ said, about. yeah, not everybody's going to like you, man, and you're going to you're going to talk good. Or they're going to talk bad about you. But as long as they're talking about you, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, so. Absolutely. I mean, so. you know, what, what Sid Williams said the same thing. Yeah, bad press is good press, man. And it's like, you know what? You don't like me? Keep talking about me because it's only going to make people more inquisitive about what we're doing out here. So it doesn't matter. They're all usually it's just because you're jealous or they're or, or they're just so unhappy with their own lives that they have to henpeck others. I mean, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, and when they when you sit back and look, and what did they do to try and help the profession? What did they right. really do? They didn't do anything. You know, well, yeah, but there'll be those that think that I'm doing detriment to the profession by, you know, bringing up topics that we shouldn't talk about, like the vaccine issue. But, you know, that to me, that's a big issue. BJ talked about it. Fred talked about it all the time. Yep. And to me, I'm not even talking about it as a chiropractor. I'm talking about it as a citizen of the United States, man. It, like sometimes people give me a hard time about the, my chemtrail philosophy. Like, dude, I'm not talking about it as a chiropractor. I'm talking about you know, I get sick of going out in the ocean every day and having a bunch of shit sprayed over my head every day. And, you know, you might want to think – you might want to look up and notice it once in a while. You know, and so that's why we're playing uh, Chemtrail Bong Hits. At, uh, that's going to be one of our closing songs. Actually. Have you heard that song yet? No. Oh, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's gotten a lot of hits already. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to punch it in after we get off the call. It's Otherwise, you guys playing your song, Chemtrail Bong Hits? Yeah. Nice. I wrote it. It's a full. You know, it's so funny because I was I was diddling on on the Apple and I got guitar something on there and I recorded this riff, and the bass player goes, "Dude, that riff's killer!" And I go, well, "I thought it was kind of because sometimes I just get in the room and I'll play a riff and I go, I'm going to record that, and then it kind of gave me a feeling and I go, well, the feeling it gave me was Chemtrail Bong Hits, so that's what I named it before we even wrote the song and then we wrote the song and I. I just started rapping kind of sort of. It was actually – I'm going to be using a megaphone when I'm speaking this part because it's going to be like, over the skies of Southern California today. We have early morning yep. sun stuff by mid-afternoon clouds from – you know. This is great. You know, I'm, I'm watching this now. This is great. You, yeah, but you almost got 2,000 hits already. How many? You, you got about 2,000 already. Yeah, yeah. 
that's, that's awesome. The funny thing is, if you go to other places, like there's another guy that has in his, there's a whole different count on other ones. So I'm not sure how those whole count things work. Oh, they're 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 really underestimated because you know, especially when you do like, because <clears throat> this is the nerd coming out on me. They it doesn't. It doesn't count everything because you're exactly right. If you it have doesn't to post, count the Facebook hits. Right, right. And then if you have it loaded on Facebook or you have it on Vimeo, you have it right. on all these other things, right. people are getting exposed to it. So there's thousands and thousands of hits more when, when you see this. You're, you know, right. this is right. great. All right, I'm going to go eat dinner. All right, all right. All right, brother. Love you, man. Yeah, love but, you too, man. I love you too, Joe. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Thanks for uh, coming on. We'll have you on again, too, and we're going to talk some chemtrails. Let's talk conspiracy theory next time. Absolutely. Right. We'll, we'll kind of uh, follow following it going here. Absolutely. Yeah, right, I appreciate you guys. All right. All right, Billy. See you in two weeks. Rock and roll. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.